Hey guys, this is Alice with Protect Your Glow, the podcast. I think it's been a, what, a little while since I've made one of these, and I just felt it in my spirit that uh, it's time for me to do one. I apologize for not being able to record as frequently as I would like to, but if some of you have been following me on Facebook or Instagram at Protect Your Glow, you can see that I am a mom. So when mommy duty calls, got to put some things to the side. And lately I've been, you know, doing, I guess, helping my son with a few school projects and trying to catch up on conferences and stuff like that with his teacher. And also, I like to record these podcasts when I have something that I feel can help somebody else. Um, as you know, these podcasts are not rehearsed. They are simply my thoughts, my opinions on certain subjects. I am not an expert at anything. I don't claim to be. I don't have a theologian background. Um, but I was raised in a Christian home. And therefore, my faith is the core. It is the anchor that holds me and keeps me sane. And it's the reason why I do what I do. And it's the reason why I can be so positive and... Um, in a world where things sometimes seem to be against you. Uh, so I hope this podcast is helping someone. And usually I find the inspiration to do my podcast when um, I see something that I feel like can help somebody else. Or if I'm going through something that I think can help someone or if I figured out something. That I think can help someone. I then record it. I don't edit these podcasts simply because I don't even know how to. The app that I'm using has all these buttons on how to mix it and edit it. I'm like, where's the record button? I just need the record button. And once I'm done, I export it. And it's off to the internet world. So if this is your first time tuning in... This podcast is designed to inspire and empower young multicultural women of faith to rise above cultural pressures and to live boldly for Christ. Why Christ? Because that is who I believe in. Why Christ? Because he is the reason for me doing everything that I'm doing now. Without him, there is no me. And I am who I am because I know him. I am who I am because of him. And I owe everything that I do to him. So I can't, I don't know how to rock this ship without him. So I am humble that God will give me this vision to even create something like this. I can be an introvert at times and I'm not always um, up to being around people or talking to people. So this is something that gets me out of my element and also helps me to just become a better person, I think, as far as just the things that I'm learning and the things that I feel I can share with you guys. So 
Thank you again for hitting the play button. I really appreciate it. And today's topic is dealing with your feelings at work. That title was inspired by something that I saw going on at work today. And I felt, man, if this is happening and if this is what this person is doing, somebody else definitely might be doing the same thing and somebody else might uh, be able to um, maybe I might be able to help somebody with what I'm about to say. So uh, let's get into it. The first thing I want to tell you is when it comes to your feelings in the workplace, please know, first and foremost, it's a business. Don't take it personal. And uh, today at work, there was this young lady who for some reason has a hard time with taking orders, not from me. There was someone else in authority that asked her to do something and she felt the need to, I guess her response was very, what's the word? She was just being rude, point blank, period. I feel like when you have somebody in authority, whether you like them or not, that is telling you what to do in a workplace that where you are not the owner, where you don't sign the checks, you need to be able to put your feelings to the side. First of all, leave them at the door and do what they tell you to do because you're at work. You're there to work and you should be working. You're not there to be on your phone or check, you know, your email, or your Facebook or your Instagram. And when somebody tells you to put it away, put your phone away, you, you're like all upset. They don't pay you to, to be on social media all day long. They pay you to get the job done. And, you know, this young lady, I guess she was on her phone or whatever, and somebody in authority told her, you know, to put her phone away. She felt some type of way. And I'm, like, looking at her like, girl, is your name outside the door? No, it's not. So you need to do what they tell you to do. I mean, I didn't tell her that, but that's what I was thinking, you know. And I don't know why people think, they can do or say whatever they want in a place where they are not the boss. It's so important, I think, for employees to understand that the person that is handing you out these orders has a very tough position, too. I mean, the owners definitely have a tough position because I'm sure their job is stressful and there's things they have to meet, deadlines, quotas, and they have to make sure that you're paid. And so, therefore, they're out there hustling and doing what they have to do to um, make sure they help to feed your family or they help to feed you. But, and that's not to say that you allow anybody to treat you any kind of way, but I think my point is, it's important to be respectful even when you don't feel like you're being respected. There's a way you can address someone, and that brings me to point number two. Um, I have here, communicate. Your boss is not a mind reader. There is a way that you can address someone without being rude about it. There is a way you can tell someone, you know what, I don't like, that tone of voice you used. I don't appreciate you speaking to me in that manner. I do comprehend everything that you're saying and there is no need for you to speak to me like that. I mean, there's certain ways you can tell your boss, hey, 
that was not cool without being rude about it. And especially if you're trying to portray a Christ-like spirit. I mean, it's hard. Trust me. I know. I know. You guys, I know. I used to have a really, really bad, filthy, stink attitude with everybody. Everybody, you know? So I know how it is to just pop off. I know how it is to be like, no, uh uh-uh. You got the wrong one today. Like you are not gonna talk to me like that. Like I know how to, you know how that feels to want to do that. But I believe through just coming to terms with who I was as a person, as a woman, coming to terms with the fact that I can't keep living my life in anger, coming to the terms that I really needed help. Therefore, I sought therapy, and that helped me out, and it's still helping me out tremendously. Every time I go to her, I learn something about myself. And I'm like, wow. You know? Uh, Coming to terms with the fact that everybody's not out to get me. And coming to terms with the fact that nobody owes me anything. Has really helped me to not be so in my feelings. And not not take things so personally. And to communicate. And let other people know when I don't appreciate what they've done. So, again, communicate, communicate, communicate. If you don't like something, if something that bothers you, speak up. Nobody is going to know how you feel until you open your mouth and say something. The third one is you can't lead until you learn to follow. I looked at this young lady and I'm like, man, you know, she told me before that she aspires to be a business owner. And for the sake of privacy, I'm not going to say any names. Okay, you know what? Let's just call her. Let's just call her Kim. It's not her name, but we'll call her Kim. So Kim told me once that she aspires to be an entrepreneur. And that's good, you know. She has visions. She wants, excuse me, pardon me, just ate dinner, so I apologize. But she, uh, Kim aspires to become a business owner and, and do her own thing, which is great. But like I said, you can't lead until you learn to follow. She can't take orders now from uh, some another supervisor that's in charge of her she now to understand the dynamics of it i also work with kim but i don't oversee kim kim is in another department somebody else oversees her understand but if she kim can't take directions from someone that's an authority how is kim going to learn how to be a leader. Yes, I know some of us are born with entrepreneurial leaderships and abilities or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But a good leader knows you have to learn what service means. You have to learn servanthood in order to be effective and to serve others. You can't just want to climb your way to the top without wanting to learn how to get there. And I just look at this young lady and I'm like, man, she's acting like this lady's supposed to be her friend. Like, she's not your friend. She's your supervisor, okay? I understand there's supervisor and, and, and uh, employee relationships. Me, I prefer to keep business as business. Pleasure as pleasure. I never want to mix the two. I've never mixed the two. And I have no desire to mix the two. I believe it's good to keep it apart. This is how I enter my job. I go in. I leave everything personal at the door. 
I'm like 100% focused on what I need to do when I get it done. No excuses. Um, but this young lady, she's acting like the supervisor is her friend. And it's like, I don't care how, how much you know about your supervisor, whether you work with them really close or how much you know about your boss, whether you're, per, you know, you're their personal assistant, that's fine. You know where they live, you know their family, you know their business. It's still business. At the end of the day, they are paying you to get the job done. I am my boss's personal assistant. I'm his administrative assistant, his executive assistant, whatever. But he is not my friend. He or she is not my friend. There's a mutual level of respect that we have for each other. And there are a lot of personal things that I know about my boss because I work so closely with them. And that happens when you work so closely with your boss. But that's not to say that I shouldn't that I shouldn't get the job done, that I should take things personal because at the end of the day, they are paying me to do a task and I need to get that done. I am their employee. I don't know why people feel like, man, they have this connection with the boss and they and the boss are cool or whatever. Business is business, people, and leave it that way. Stop putting your stop or I should say learn how to deal with your feelings learn how to deal with your feelings especially at work stop taking things personally when situations arise when problems arise try to get to the bottom of it if you can't handle it communicate that and then that's done so that's what I wanted to say for today it's great that a lot of us want to have entrepreneurial um, experience and we want to be our own bosses, but there is just something more that needs, there is just something more, I think, it's more meaningful when you have that spirit of service, of servanthood. I think you would gain much more by humbling yourself and allowing yourself to learn and allowing yourself to, to help others instead of wanting to receive things all the time. There's a greater blessing in that, I think. So that's all I had for you all today. That's how I'm feeling. That's what I saw. And I'm like, I just need to tell you guys or maybe it might be able to help somebody else too. Um, if you're having a tough time at work, just pray about it. Ask God to give you the wisdom and the discernment to know when to speak up and when to let things cool down before you speak up because you want wisdom too. You don't want to be trying to talk to your boss, communicate with your boss when they have a hundred things going on. They're getting ready to go out the door to go to an appointment or they're, you know, have a hundred things going. You want to find that time when you know it's the right time, when they're, you know, when things are calm, when maybe there's an opening in their schedule, that sort of thing. Because as we know, entrepreneurs are always busy. But I said all that to say, it's a great position to be in as an employee because you can learn so much from your employer. Don't ever take for granted the fact that you're an employee and everybody around you is doing their own thing and calling themselves CEOs. If that's what God has in store for you, it will happen. 
Not now, not today, not tomorrow, but it will happen. But at the same time, learn as much as you can where you're at so that when you get to where you want to go, you will be prepared. So hope you guys are having a good midweek. I will talk to you in my next podcast. As always, you can find me at www.protectyourglow.com or reach out to me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, whatever, at Protect Your Glow. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. God bless.